Hi, listeners, and welcome to a new episode of The Learning Podcast. Today, we'll talk about the learning and unlearning that is needed for the energy sector to become sustainable. Almost every day we hear about and endure the changes that are underway in how we generate, distribute, and consume energy. We experience that it's challenging to change our habit, and also that it's challenging to uh, uh, modify energy infrastructure. The massive and complex changes that the energy sector is currently undergoing involve almost everything I can think of. The questions and problems are technical, economic, psychological, societal, historic, scientific, and political in nature. And as if that wasn't enough, there are also international considerations, agreements, and decisions that not everyone will like. The big question is, how can we collectively adapt and advance the energy sector in an overall positive way, despite our feelings and the strong political and economic forces that factor in? To help me make some sense of this complex topic, my guest today is someone with much interest and professional experience in the energy sector in the Nordic countries. Welcome, Peter Dahl. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you much. It's great to be here. So you are currently investment manager at Poolhem Infra, which is an investment company that invests money from Sweden's income pension system in sustainable infrastructure in the Nordic countries. Yes. Uh, the company is jointly owned by several pension funds, and its main objective is to generate returns to Sweden's pension system. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's uh, totally correct. Uh, and and we actually haven't been around, um, around for long. Uh, we just started in 2019, so it's quite new. And before joining Poolham Infra, you held a range of leadership roles related to the energy sector. I'll mention just some of them here. Uh, you've been deputy CEO of the Swedish District Heating Association and the CEO of Sinfra, a procurement association for Swedish energy companies. Can you say a few more words about Sinfra? Yeah, well, uh, that was one of the maybe one of the most uh, interesting and and the most work I had to do. Um, actually, we we started that, uh, or I was hired um, in twenty ten to 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 make a a, a new start for Simfra. Uh, actually, um, by then at twenty ten, there was a lot of. Um, um, I should say um, um, pressure on on actually doing something for for the environment and, and um, starting to invest in, in new technology. So Sinfra had to to change its way, I should say, and we had to make it more um, innovative, um, and that uh, also uh, ended up to be one of the major. Uh, player actually to 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 um, uh, feed in technology to the energy sector that could um, accelerate the um, the path towards sustainability uh, so it was quite 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 a journey i should say <laughs> okay. i think we'll come back to sinfra later yeah probably 
Um, so you have also experience with energy innovations. You were a member of the board and CEO of FVU, yep. um, a company that's that seeks out and advances new technologies for the energy sector. Yeah. Uh, can you say a few words? Maybe mention yeah innovation? that 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 was connected to Simfra. Actually, uh, what we needed to do in in Simfra was having an uh, an external. Um, a company that uh, fed in the the new and and I should say cutting edge uh, technology to the rather um, uh, conservative energy business, um, and we had to make these uh, um, innova- innovative uh, technologies accessible to the to the companies that are going to buy them through Simfra. Uh, so that's the the connection between Simfra and FVU. FVU as it was called in Swedish. Uh, F stands for district heating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, you are also frequently engaged as an expert and advisor, uh, for instance, uh, around the Swedish government's public policymaking, mm. and you have led education projects at the KTH Executive School, which mm. is part of the Royal Institute of Technology in Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah. These are some things I picked up when I read uh, through your your long career journey. Would mm-hmm. you like to add something? Probably just that the actually have worked quite a lot with the European Union um, in Brussels uh, with the similar issues and what we're trying to do with both Simfra and and actually this teaching is trying to transfer some of the knowledge out to uh, the European Union as well. Uh, but other than that, you uh, you pretty much got it down <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Great. So uh, let's start with your personal journey in the energy sector and investment management. Uh, what path led you to to this career? Yeah, well, it's quite funny, uh, really. <laughs> I was supposed to be an office officer in the Swedish army, <laughs> but oh, really, um, yeah. <laughs> So I started out as as a officer. I made the captain in in the, um, the Swedish um, uh, artillery forces. Um, but uh, then again, uh, you know, um, in the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties, um, the, the the interest for for defense uh, was quite low. So we had to figure out another career path. And and coming out from from the um, armed forces, I went into to the university and studied economics. Uh, and after that, uh, there was a possibility to to uh, work with the uh, Swedish District Heating Association. That was one of the first things that I did after graduating. So uh, that was my way in. Um, I've always been very attracted to um, the core things of society, like defense, like like energy likes uh, the, the the pillars of society so, so to speak uh, so even though that it might seem a bit dull at the moment uh, or uh, back then um i was immediately attracted to them to that um and of course over the years since the 1990s yeah i mean the 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 focus or or the att- attention for energy um, issues has just been growing so it's been a, a, a development uh, with the issues, uh, with the sustainability, and with the with the transformation of the the energy sector all the way. 
So that's uh, that, that has been a privilege, really. So a bit of luck, I should say, <laughs> and a bit, bit of, uh, of course, um, in a compass or interest. Uh, is there something specific about the energy sector that interests you? Yeah, I think you you actually narrowed it down pretty well in the introduction. Um, I mean, the energy sector is 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 uh, something that everybody is affected by. I mean, whether you're you're uh, filling up your your uh, uh, vehicle with the gas, or if you're on your computer, or if you're listening to 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 this pod uh, uh, on on your phone, there's energy, and you need energy in some form, and you need to, to have it accessible, and you have need to have it affordable. And one of the biggest things now uh, in 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 the Nordic countries, of course, is the transition to to make this all this um, um, as green as possible. And um, as you probably know, I mean, uh, the the last couple of years here uh, over the, in in the Nordic countries uh, the security aspect of the energy sector has grown uh, well widely i should say so at the moment that is uh, one of the major things that we are talking about trying to decouple from well russia basically that's very interesting <laughs> for for an old army officer <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now Specifically at Polhem Infra, you um, you work with energy investments in the Nordic mm. countries. Can you describe the energy systems in these countries and how they are changing or or how they need mm. to change? Yeah, um, base, basically, um, Sweden. If we take Sweden for for example, which I know most about, um, we have always had a kind of a a good starting place. We have a lot of hydropower and we have a lot of uh, nuclear power, uh, of course. So we have a kind of a renewable electric system. But then again, we have a lot of other things, of course, transportation and and and, and so on that needs to be transformed. Um, uh, and we also also need to to make this more uh, efficient, I should say. Um, the the systems that we have had in Sweden are quite old. I mean. We were building this the first kind of systems way back in the late 1800s, uh, early 1900s, um, and these are stuff that we have to uh, maintain or uh, rebuild. Uh, so we are in in a, in a kind of a, a two pronged um, uh, uh, transformation. One are the existing, which I just told you about, the the hydropower and the 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 other uh, major power plants, um, and we also need to employ, or I should say, uh, implement um, uh, very much more uh, production because we are using more and more electricity. So we need add, uh, we need to add wind power, and we need to add, add uh, uh, more of the probably more of the nu- nuclear power as well uh, to 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 facilitate facilitate the the transformation in sweden so so that's one of the others uh, one of the the major uh, i should say major tasks that, that sweden has to do going over to norway they have a lot of hydropower uh, they always have uh, had it and and that's one of their uh, major base for for producing energy, and of course they have a lot of oil. Uh, they have oil fields. Um, 
quite, um, uh, I should say, uh, difficult to, to balance because they are feeling a bit guilty uh, with the oil and um, trying to 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 exp uh, to to um, make carbon capture as a, uh, I should say more commercialized. And in Finland, you have a lot of old plants that are basically connected to 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 the old. Um, uh, relations that we have with Russia, so we have a lot of fossil fuels in 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 Finland, and these uh, different markets are trying now to to become more uh, uh, more green, and it's uh, quite a lot of of um, activities on the market, I should say. Okay, so uh, let's move over to the change in in the energy sector. Mm. Um, but before before we dive into that, can you please remind me and the listeners about uh, the programs or the goals in Sweden or yeah, or uh, uh, globally that yeah. that is kind of yeah setting the goals for these uh, changes. Mm. Uh, here in in Sweden and in the European Union, we have what we call uh, today "Fit for 55," and that's the goal to reduce um, uh, carbon emissions to uh, 2050 um, with 55 uh, percent to the to the year 2050, uh, starting from 1990 uh, year 1990. So. It's quite a lot of reductions, of course, in, in, in this program. And this spills over to all the countries. Uh, we have to have uh, goals. Uh, Sweden are, uh, uh, have had uh, a big process and, and put up some goals. We are aiming to be carbon neutral at 2050. Uh, and I think it's the same. I'm not really sure, but I think it's the same for Finland and, and Norway. Um, and that, of course, sets us on on the path of path of of uh, getting more uh, carbon neutral uh, electric uh, uh, production facilities like wind and and hydro and and nuclear. So that's all. That are the goals uh, that we need to uh, address. And of course, that that uh, affects also the the investment sector that I work in today. Because if you if you want to invest. Um, and use the the pension funds that we are using. You need to to uh, declare uh, that these uh, the investment that we do are actually in line with these kind of goals. Otherwise, the the uh, banks and, and and also the owners will not uh, uh, lend capital to to you. So that's uh, actually something that affects us on a daily basis. Why do you think, or uh, in your experience, why do you? Uh, what is what is it about the change in the energy sector that is making it difficult? Um, I think it's I think it's two things really. Um, one is is habit, <laughs> and you you said it yourself in the introduction. Um, habit is is a quite a powerful thing, a powerful thing. Um, and and as a society, if if you if you add these all these habits up, you get these societies that we have. And to change the habits, um, um, both on 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 an individual level and on on a societal level, is painful. Um, and 
uh, we see that kind of uh, right now in in the, the the way that we are polarizing a lot of the debates um, in the society. Um, I just the other day here I, I read a quite an in, interesting article on how it divides the gender gap as well uh, here in Sweden as well um, for, for one example uh, where women tend to take more responsibility for the future and the guys or the the the, the men tend to uh, want more they tend to meet to to leave it as as it is and and tend to 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 vote for for those things that does not include change so that's that's quite quite a new and it's quite it's becoming more and more accentuated um so that's one area it's it's hard to change habits the other thing is is basically um I should say economical, um, because uh, I mean we, we we have built a society that that has a couple of economic models that are uh, pointing out uh, or have been studied for 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 years. But those models are linear; they they have an uh, end, and we need to go into a circular. Um, kind of models that reuses uh, resources uh, in in every sense and those models are not really adapted uh, to uh, handle what we have today so um, the investment cycles that I work with today is, is is quite challenged by these kind of new things that are more of a circular uh, thought than than um, than uh, a linear um, where you have an end when you re re uh, you re recoup your money over a certain period and then the the activity is over that is not going to be how we invest in the future the problem is that we re really don't really know how circular investments are going to be done so that's a, those two um of course interact as well hmm. um and that's uh, that that makes it all even more complex habits and and, and um, economics um, and it's, it's just to go to yourself I mean if if you if you have the possibility to to buy a, a electric car or or you have you have the the uh, uh, engagement to to not to travel as much or whatever um, that's one thing um, but we need to to have a society that includes everybody. Um, so it's not only those with money or with engagement uh, that that needs to be on 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 the on the transition path. We need everybody. Mm. And how do you do that? Um, I don't think we really really have the answers at at the, at the moment. But um, uh, there are a lot of interesting discussions going on now. Um, a bit scary sometimes, but I think we'll I think we'll make it. I'm an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> so this makes me think about also about the uh the urban areas versus the um mm. the rural areas yeah. and i think you are in sweden i'm in canada it's something that, that those are two countries that have 
overall a, a low density in population yeah <laughs> very low <laughs> um and uh big cities of course mm. but also vast areas uh with yeah with few inhabitants and long yeah. distances yeah and, and and of course that that is a challenge in in itself uh the whole country has to live of course uh and and a lot of the country actually contributes with a lot of economic values. Uh, I mean, forestry is one of the main industries, both in Canada and in, and in Sweden. We have mining operations uh, that are very rural, rural uh, way out in the outback. Um, and all these need energy in some sense, uh, transportation, and of course, just to, to process the forestry or the mining products. Um, and and this this is one of the um one of the challenges and and in sweden now is it's very very um uh, cutting edge i should, should say we're, we're trying to move into a green uh green uh, forestry and green steel production uh, that is quite novel and and new um but the thing is that's threatening it is is basically that we don't have electricity enough for for this to to happen so it's all con connected and and of course when you're talking about the 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 uh, the basic economic drivers for the society the state gets involved um and this this is this is something that uh, is also quite it's not new we've done it before uh, but that was 50 60 70 years ago so we kind of forgot how we do it. Um, so we need to to have a new kind of a societal model for for um, um, giving these kind of, of transformation uh, transformal of transformation movements um, support. Um, but there is also a risk with that, uh, of course, when we talk about economics. Um, too much support, and you'll end up probably not so good <laughs> um you you get inflation you might get uh, too much of a of a, of a uh, government interdiction uh, um, governmental um uh, involvement involvement thank you <laughs> involvement um not too, too, too much uh, and, and not enough commercial uh, drive force and too little we might lose the commercial opportunity so this is this is uh, um one of these things that we are trying to to address in the uh, infra with the investments um uh, that we do but then again we don't really have the model we don't have the 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 uh, view on risk uh, it's not the same as the old systems so we have to to absorb this risk in some in some way and we're not really um, prepared for that, I should say. Sounds like a lot of learning to me. It's a, it's as as you said, the what what you what we need to learn and unlearn. Um, this is basically the core issues. Uh, actually, um, the new uh, way of, I should say, planning or thinking or transform transforming that we are trying to to establish is. Um, something that we don't really know much about 
And at the same time, the old uh, uh, dogma, or what do you say, <laughs> um, or the old way of thinking is probably going to be in the way. So when it comes to individuals and their behaviors, let's say consumers, Mm -hmm. uh, what behaviors or beliefs, misconceptions in people seem to be the most difficult to change? There, there, there are two things that I think is 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 um, uh, basically one of the uh, most difficult um, areas to to actually make um, to actually find common ground. I should say um, one is is the notion that the individual actually can change the world <laughs> and we we are we are dumping a lot of of um, uh, responsibilities down to the individuals in 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 in, the, in that sense that we uh, need to to take responsibilities for stuff like uh, like it's quite complex to to, to actually um, do something about take for instance uh, in Sweden batteries uh, and we are recycling batteries of course and we it, it's up to you and, and me and or actually me <laughs> living in Sweden to 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 turn these batteries in and if you don't you're 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 in a bit of a trouble but that's the, the that that is that's yeah really a tech technology problem and and even though if if I um, return all the batteries I can, if somebody doesn't do that, uh, it's all for nothing. Uh, so we need to change the the system um, to make it easy for 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 individuals. And the notion is that this has been going on for so long in Sweden. So if you is, uh, ask anybody on the street what 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 sustainability is, they will say, well, it's it's it's. Uh, uh, recycling, uh, it's it's uh, getting your your um, batteries in on time and 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 not dumping um, um, things in 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 uh, well when they're not supposed to be, and that's fine. That's really fine. But that that's not going to solve the problem with the transformation because we are are actually trying to make the individu individuals tidy up the old system. We need a new system where the individuals can participate in another way, um, and this is the, 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 this is uh, actually something that I get a lot uh, there. And the other thing is the the lack of of engagement, <laughs> and this is totally contradicted to what what I just said. But um, we need to be engaged in the right kind of way, of course. Um, and for for me, it's it's quite in interesting to see that um, we the industry now is, is is leading the 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 charge, so to speak, uh, towards sustainability. Um, but that comes also from uh, the the notion that this is actually good business, and the good business comes from the consumer, of course. The consumer wants to have uh, a part of this, so we'll we're slowly moving to, towards what I uh, earlier said, that we cr are creating this system. Uh, but then we have to, um, we have to, to include everybody. So that's, that's uh, the next step, because at this moment, um, I mean, those who are well off in Sweden are participating in the system. They can get the electric cars, they can get the, the, um, 
uh, zero carbon uh, um, railway travels or even by by um, uh, carbon capture uh, schemes when they fly uh, but that's not for everybody um, so so that needs to be the, the system needs to be more more uh, inclusive i should say can you outline a little bit with with an example maybe how a s- system would need to change or yeah in um, order to make you know you can take any example yeah um the, the what we see um as and I'm, I'm talking as an investor in this uh what we need to see is actually some some uh, way of, of actually um trying to to make business out of of, of these opportunities and we see that, for example, in the steel industry. Uh, the steel industry in the north- northern part of Sweden is actually trying to, to, to convert into zero carbon steel uh, production uh, with electrification and hydrogen. Uh, what, what they do then is, is they sell this to the manufacturers of, of cars, and the cars end up in the in the hands of you and me uh, as a consumer uh, in the end and we are prepared to pay for that uh, uh, in that so there's a premium for 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 the steel so the system is trying to 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 uh, com- uh, to 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 um, uh, produce uh, the 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 zero carbon uh, steel that's needed for 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 the cars uh, that's one way of, of of trying to get this in but this triggers a lot of um um, investment opportunities, I should say, uh, or investment uh, conundrums. Uh, also, there's a lot of things that has to be has to be done. Uh, we have to have uh, uh, carbon, or I should say, hydrogen uh, um, producing um, facilities that can can uh, sell this to to the steel industry industry, and we have to have uh, more electricity in the northern part of Sweden. That's quite a task to do. So the system needs to be um, supportive of, of this change uh, for the consumer. Uh, in the end, and that is what I'm talking about. These these cars will end up uh, at the um, hands of those that have means. Um, so those that don't have means do not really participate in the system. So the next phase here is is trying to get also with those that do not have means to participate. I mean. We're talking about the the uh, the, the uh, transportation collective transportation in the cities uh, as 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 a part of this um, that also has to have carbon neutral uh, buses trains trams or whatever um, and we need to have a, a building uh, a, we need to build houses for 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 everybody as well with a carbon neutrality as 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 their goal. Um, then we have, uh, if 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 we have done that, then we we'll, uh, can again engage all the, the the citizens in the in the in the society. Adding to this, um, we'll need to look at the generation the generations um, that we are um, currently in the in the society. For me, uh, at least, I'm I'm uh, in the in my fifties. For me, this is uh, going to be quite a hard change. Um, I'm not used to this, even though I am in this and trying to be a, 
uh, for uh, front runner. I'm I'm not really. Um, but the the generations after me, uh, they have an, uh, have a different view set on this. Um, and I think uh, one way of, of of looking at this is is basically trying to get the new gen- generations to not repeat our uh, mistakes. In your experience, what are some ex- in successful investment strategies in the sector? I want to return to the mm-hmm. to the investment because they're very central, I believe. Yeah, um, it is. Um, what we've done uh, is basically we tried to um, invest in uh, energy production, uh, digital infrastructure and of course district heating as i i know uh, very well and we try to do that as close uh, to the municipalities or to the industry as possible and what do i mean with that basically what what i mean is um when these production facilities um for instance in the electricity um area take for example wind power uh, they are going to be placed in in the vicinity of a municipality. Of course, we need to engage with the municipality. They need to have a stake in it, um, and uh, we're quite new at uh, that. That's a quite new way of, of approaching it, and we have got a lot of traction, of course. And we've come so, so far. We need to use the electricity also quite close to to where it's produced. Uh, and that, that there there are a lot of labor um uh i should uh, uh, possibilities to 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 uh, have new jobs i should say um uh, coupled to this so uh, when we get the investment close to the municipality and the industry to create jobs uh that's the uh, um, really sweet spot that we're trying to do and that's what we've done in a couple of cases, and it's turned out quite good at the moment. Let's imagine that it was in your power to change one thing about the energy sector. You can pick if it's Sweden or somewhere else. Uh, what would it be? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I think. I think. What one of the most exciting things I, I i should say about not not probably change it but but accelerate it is the the hydro economy i'm i'm quite uh interested in in finding out if that's viable or not the, the hydro um uh, change to towards hydro economy or hydro energy sector is is, is one of uh the great leaps i think um and if you listen to to the european union at the moment they also think that hydrogen is is going to be one of the key factors to actually um decouple from uh carbon um fossil carbon into towards uh, hydrogen um so um that is really really exciting and i think we're going to see a lot of, of different um different ways of, of, of um using hydrogen as well i mean we can see uh today that that hydrogen is 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 used in the industrial sector 
uh, in the steel sector, of course, uh, as hydrogen itself. But uh, if you combine that with, let's say, uh, carbon dioxide's carbon, uh, you can get uh, what we call uh, 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 synthesized uh, diesel or uh, uh, petrol. Um, and that's quite in, uh, uh, exciting. That that's basically carbon hydrates that we manufacture not from the ground. We manu manufacture from from uh, uh, exhausts from the the industry or the energy sector, coupled with hydrogen from from um, the green hydrogen from from the energy sector as well. So that that that'll be. I think one of the game changes, really. So that that will. I hope I. I, I as I said, I'm in in my mid fifties, so time is kind of running out. <laughs> but I hope I have. I can see what where it's headed in a before I retire. Yeah, <laughs> that would be and, very late. And what would be, or what are the main gains from from that type of development? One of the main gains is actually knowledge. Um, we are we are actually substituting um, knowledge bases here uh, from fossil uh, to renewable in some sense. Um, and as I said before, the the energy energy industry or the the transformation towards the green energy um, society um, is led by the industry. And it's very, very uh, knowledge intensive, of course. Uh, we're talking about different types of um, chemicals. Uh, we're talking about energy, of course. Um, we're talking about different types of um, industrial processes. Uh, and we're talking about new kind of materials uh, in, in, in the end. And of course, this together with um, uh, the the... the digital revolution as well where we where we can process a lot of data um, trying to 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 manage all this knowledge that is going to be quite exciting and i think ai is one of the the things that we are kind kind of uh, relying on actually to make this uh, change quite quickly um otherwise we not might not be um we might not uh, make it in, in time, uh, really. That's uh, one of the the uh, really exciting things. And if you mm -hmm. if you look at this, um, um, what we invest in, uh, what what we what we're talking about earlier, a lot of the issues as an investor is basically if the um, if the um, organization that you invest into can manage do they have the knowledge do they have the resources and can they make the change and a lot of the time the answer is actually no so then we are either have to bring the knowledge in or we have to choose another way of uh, another investment opportunity uh, so that's really 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 interesting um the other the other thing that I, I when you think about it that way um you realize that waiting i mean um 
the the the, the uh, traditional way of doing this is is basically to create higher education um for the young ones and then we we educate the the young ones and they get into to the to the uh, work life and they spend 10 or 12 or 15 years in the in the work uh, work life and then they are competent and they are moving into leader positions and and then they drive the 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 um, um uh, they drive the change from there but we don't have that time we need to do it a lot faster so you and i have to change now <laughs> uh, and i'm not sure if the traditional way of teaching this to to generations are quite enough uh, or we ha have to to do it in a, in another way mm. um so that's one of the issues that i actually can keep me up at night <laughs> trying to to, to figure out how this is going to 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 pan out and how we are going to make it in time but if you, because if you if you think of, of at least in sweden uh, you have a four year mandate period in in the government and during those four years uh, the 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 uh, elected politicians need to to do what they have promised of course they are not going to make it. Uh, everybody's uh, uh, quite uh, aware of that. Uh, and so they have to, to transfer to, to the next mandate period. If they are there, they can uh, continue to work. If they're not, they can't do it. And these four-year slices, um, they set the perimeter of, of what we are going to focus on. Um, and if you look at that, that, I mean, there's just four or five of these periods left until we are going to be completely uh, sustainable. And that's not a lot of time. <laughs> that's quite... Uh, it is that's short. Quite, <laughs> that's a quite short time. Yeah. So... Parallel to all this, the society has to change and we have to change with it. And we don't really have the tools and we can't wait a generation. We need to move faster. Do you do you have, Peter, do you have, a, yeah. um, a, can you share your favorite uh, uh, energy related habit? Did you introduce something or change yourself? Uh, yeah, actually I've... <laughs> Um, as I said earlier, uh, basically my generation is the problem. Uh, so we're 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 stuck in our ways and and we're we're hopeless. But I try. I've tried to do it. What I've done is basically I try to reduce my my energy uh, usage in in some way, personal level. So I, I bought actually a heat pump. Uh, for my my cabin in, in in the north, and then I have district heating, of course, in uh, where where I live in um, in Stockholm. Uh, so that's way of trying to make uh, make this uh, a, a bit better. Mm. And I try to use the the uh, collective uh, transport systems whenever I can. Having said that, I'm I'm not a, a model student, <laughs> but I try. I'll try. Thank you so much, Peter, for, for speaking with me today. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. It's my pleasure.
Before I let you go, though, uh, I wonder if you perhaps have a question for a future episode. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've been wondering as we've been speaking here, because I, I, I'm within the European Union uh, in the Nordic countries, and we are trying to uh, change the way the European Union uh, do um, the transformation. And we call it 50, fit for fifty five. Um, I know that the the Northern American uh, countries are doing the same, and you call it the IRA, Inflation Inflation Reduction Act. Um, these are uh, good, I should say, uh, policies, but they are different, uh, and they are uh, probably uh, at the moment competing. I'm for cooperation. I hope uh, that we are going to cooperate, cooperate in the, in the in the future. But the question is, is this going to be a competition, or is it going to be a cooperation between these um, economic zones? I should say. So that's one of the things that I'm actually thinking of or uh, pondering on. So I hope somebody can answer it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a great question for for let's see if I can find someone to discuss that with. Uh just mm -hmm. to clarify, when you say competition, cooperation versus competition with such a thing, mm -hmm. what do you mean by competition? It's not an economic yeah. competition, I guess. It's yeah, well, yes, it is actually. It's both economic competition and technology competition. Um right. because what 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 these different uh, policies are doing is basically the trying to to attract companies from all over the globe to either Europe or the Northern Americas uh, at the moment. Uh, so, so it's 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 a bit of a tug race between the the Northern Americas, uh, Canada, and US, United States, and the European Union. Um, so, so in that sense, uh, they are drifting apart. Um, I hope that we cooperate, but might be other uh, things that um, uh, it might be beneficial for for competition as well. But it would be interesting to to get the the uh, view from somebody who had thought a little bit more about that. I agree. Sounds very interesting. Thank you again, mm -hmm. Peter. Thank you very much.